From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 261. Today's show is brought to you by Harry's and Squarespace. My name is Mike Hurley. I'm joined by Brad Dowdy. I am Brad Dowdy, and I am joined by Mike Hurley. Hello, Brad Dowdy. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Long time no talk. I know, getting over that jet lag. Two weeks between recordings, I always say, it just kind of throws me off. It's like, I feel like I haven't talked to you in months when it's been two weeks. It's been a long time, because I was in yep. I was in California last week, so last week's episode was uh, was pre-recorded, because we never, yep. never miss a week. Dude, can't miss a week. We've got too much pen can't stuff miss to a talk week. about. We do, we do, and we love doing it, so we might as well uh, fill up all the weeks, but uh, I want to know how your trip to WWDC was, and if there was any... Uh, you know, pin and stationary action that you had out there, you know. What do you think? What do you think? Do you think there was any? Well, I mean, I saw you getting tweets about the wraps for the Apple pencils and, and uh, you know, oh. some things like that. So I figured there were there might be a, a mix of a, a few things out there. No, I, uh, I, I did get lots of links about, so Slick Wraps is a company mm-hmm. that makes skins. I've used them before um, mm-hmm. for the Apple pencil stuff. And you can now get your own custom wraps made like i have ones that make mine look like a pencil right but now right, they're doing right. like a whole customizing thing and i'm working with frank our designer on creating a like a, a custom design for myself oh nice based on the palomino pencils like the orange ah, ones cool yeah so we're making a sweet. little mike brand pencil we'll see how it comes out like if it looks good might be something i look into a little bit more but um yeah i'm, I'm making one for myself yeah, fun. well, well, I'm gonna have to steal that from you because anything Frank touches is pretty much golden. So yeah, it's pretty yeah. great. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's not done so, yet. Once it's done, I I will mm-hmm. show the world what it looks like. But mm-hmm. I am gonna I'm gonna share it with you just so you mm-hmm. can see. You know, I put it in our little Skype chat there just to 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 drive the people. Oh crazy. wow, you're it's super evil. <laughs> it's not done it will be done soon and when it's done i will share it and like maybe even so people could make it themselves but it's pretty that great looks right? pretty um uh it's pretty great mm-hmm. <laughs> that's ridiculously good looking so like sorry chat room i'm working sorry, on like an orange listeners. pencil with like my name on it and stuff or like some little iconography but it's not done so i don't want to share it because it's frank's work so i don't share his work <laughs> yes until it's done yeah so you will share this though because it's really impressive oh uh, it's yeah heck awesome yeah. Yeah, he's he's doing some amazing work as always. Good, 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 good. Well, yeah. But you've been busy yourself, though. How was Raleigh? Yeah, like while we were both road tripping um, during our our two weeks of non live recording, Raleigh was fantastic. It turned out to be a great show. My daughter Elizabeth came with me. She had a blast. Oh yeah. Um, she was the perfect helper at perfect. the knock table. Oh, oh. what about me? <laughs> yeah, uh, she's. I, I will. I will take uh, family over friends every time. Sorry. Okay. You know she and she was. She was. She could handle the math. She could handle the same sized bills. Did she get the names right? She didn't. She wasn't great at the names, but she knew by looking at them what their price was. That's so she good. would never go for the name, but she knew exactly how much everything was. Okay, so she got me she, beat she there. I can never remember the prices. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, she was she was the professional cashier. She'd actually like take the stuff out of my hands because she wanted to do it. So she was uh, she was all about it, and uh, she was assimilated into the pin community. Everyone was super nice, and and uh, and she had fun, you know, talking to people. And like she went to a pins for kids class, and she walked around the show by herself, which I was happy about, and. That's yeah, great. Man. She she score. I told her if she did it, she'd probably score some free pins from vendors because I know they're really cool about um, 
giving giving stuff to kids and she did she'd every time she'd leave the table she'd come back with like one more pen so it was it was cute and funny but um we had a really really good show um it was a good crowd good room at raleigh um i think it was 70 to 80 tables something like that so pretty good sized and from a knock perspective, it was successful, which Great. we always are thankful for. You know, you never go to lose money on these things, and we didn't. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was, and it was good enough to where I would definitely do Raleigh again because the drive wasn't bad. You know, it took us about seven hours, and uh-huh. like I mentioned, um, Elizabeth just wants to get there. She's not one to like stop if she doesn't have to stop. So I can appreciate that. So we made it in seven hours both directions, and it was easy. And, um, yeah, it was just an all around really, really good, good show. You know, we did, um, I did a couple different things there, like going to the auction and, and actually sitting through the auction, which I wrote about in refill the pen Attic members newsletter this last week and how much fun yeah. it was and how much Elizabeth actually just loved every second of the auction. What she saw, there was a sheet. So like there was 123 lots in the auction and, you know, each has got a lot number, it's got a product description, and then it has um, how much it's sold for, like a blank where you can put it in. So what she realized, she could fill in the dollar amount of everything that sold. Like, you couldn't talk to her the rest of the show because she was so focused on the on the auction. It was hilarious. I was pleased that, that you both enjoyed it. I mean, a pen auction, that seems like a scary thing to me. I've got to say, like the way you were describing it, that like you don't really get to try out the pens. I checked them out too much beforehand. I don't know about that. Yeah, so I did that thing where do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Um, You know, my advice for going to a pen auction would be to take the time. the, The lots are always available before the auction, usually the day, two days prior to the auction. You can go, you can get the sheet of what's available, you can look at it, and then you can physically check out all the pins beforehand to see if they're in good shape, if you want to bid on them, um, you know, when they come up, when it's their time to come up, you know, you need to do your due diligence beforehand, and of course, I didn't have any time to do that, and the going to the auction was actually a last minute thing, and Elizabeth was just like, let's go, let's go, and I was like, are you sure you're going to be bored, and um, it ended up being the exact opposite, and there were enough modern pins to where I got in on the action, which I was a little bit surprised about, but I got some good deals, I think. You know, I bought a really, really nice Visconti with an 18-carat oblique nib, and it's just a beautiful, stunning pen. It's called the Aida model. It came out, I don't know when it came out, several years ago, but uh, it's right up my alley. Nib's beautiful, and, you know, I got it for a really good price, and then I bought a uh, bright green sailor demonstrator for like 90 bucks which i couldn't turn that down so it's fun the sailor demonstrator is amazing i can't believe you got that for just 90 dollars. what's that like that's under half price right mm, no, no no i think it's probably in the low to mid hundreds oh it's okay and, okay yeah it's not this one's still available so i wasn't going to go much more than like 90 dollars because you can get them sometimes for you can get them for like 140 something uh-huh. like that and both of these pens i bought were used, but you couldn't tell by looking at them. They were maybe used like once each. The converters had like, you could see they had old ink that they were used, that they weren't cleaned out perfectly, but from the externals and the nibs, it looked like they'd never been touched. So they were, if they were used, they were barely, barely used at all. So I'm really happy with these pens. I didn't buy anything at the show. 
except for one random pen, <laughs> which kind of came to me. Like uh-huh. I didn't buy anything from any vendors at the show, right? Like I didn't go around from any to any tables and buy anything. But behind me um, was Alan Hirsch, and I just happened to turn around and I saw a guy asking him if he was interested in a pen, and I saw it was a pilot box. And then I saw him open it and Alan look at it. And Alan's more of a vintage vendor. So he's like, no, I'm not interested. So I just told the guy to, you know, hey, come on around over here. And turns out it was an M90. And I already have an M90. I bought one a few months ago, but mine's a medium nib. Oh. And I bought I bought the medium nib, but just because these things aren't easy to get, right? Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be my perfect nib choice. But I didn't know if the opportunity was going to come again for the price I got it for. So I was like, cool. I want this pen. Always wanted it. I can deal with the medium nib. And the medium nib is great. Well, this guy had a fine nib. Wow. And we talked about prices. And he left. You know, we didn't make a deal right then. He left. I said, well, go see, you know, if you can sell it. If not, come back to me and we'll talk. And I ended up with it. Um, so I got a fine nib M90. So now I'm going to have a medium nib M90 to sell. Like, I, I don't want both. I don't Uh-oh. need both. But I had to have how much you selling fine. that thing for? I don't know. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it yet. I, you, I'll you tell I'll me I'll that do price. Another... All right. Oh, you want? Why do you want it? I'll, buddy. If I can get another one of those, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> I need like this is my favorite pen maybe ever made. I need yeah, a backup. Yeah, yeah. And you have a medium, right? Yeah, I have a medium. Okay. Well, I wasn't planning on making hot deals during the uh, during the show, but we can certainly work something out. This is the benefit Everyone's... of recording with you. No one can get in before me. If you're yes. if you're selling that medium, you tell me the price before you tell anyone else. I want it. <laughs> so now it's going to be on. Yeah, it's on. It's on. I, yeah. I want that thing. So we've just made all the listeners mad. I, well, actually, I'm going <laughs> to clarify. You you have made the listeners mad. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm uh, undecided. Yeah, you, point, you've done you, nothing. You definitely at this point. definitely have an in. Okay, you definitely have an in. But yeah, I, I don't need two M90s if I prefer the fine over the medium. So the medium will be sold. Okay, apparently to you, <laughs> apparently to you it seems. So we'll we'll find out. But the fine is mine, and uh, we'll go from there. I, I do need to uh, I do need to thin the herd. Again, so maybe look for a, a pen addict sale again sometime, you know, in the next month or so. Maybe this summer there's a good time between pen shows before DC clean out some, you know, I, I end up selling five or six pens at a time when I have mm-hmm. too many new ones coming in and not using some of the old ones that I have been using and enjoyed in the past. So we'll see. But uh, M90 on the block. I should do it sometime, but I don't think anyone will want to buy my pens. Mm. I, not if they listen to this show. No, exactly. No one wants to buy my pens. <laughs> they come with ink. <laughs> yeah, they come with ink, pre-inked, pre-inked for your writing pleasure. What a deal! Yeah. Well, I do know what people do want to buy, Mike. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that Harry's? It is Harry's. They should it's definitely, Father's Day, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, they want to get in on it right now because Father's Day is like right. It's basically now. If you're listening yeah. to this show. You need to Act buy a now. Father's Day gift if you haven't. And we have a great deal for you because we all know that not only do we have to think about so many things with gift buying, it can also be difficult to buy gifts for some people. Like you want to make sure you can get people a gift that they can actually use, something they might actually want. And maybe you've already bought them all of the things that immediately come to mind or, you know, just stuff that at this point you're just buying them things that they're stacking up in a closet somewhere, right? Nobody needs a million pairs of socks. Well, 
Fortunately, our friends at Harry's have a special offer that both you and a dad in your life is going to love. You can get $5 off one of their shave sets, which includes the limited edition Father's Day set, by going to harrys.com slash penaddict. Harry's shave sets start at just $15. You get a razor handle, moisturizing shave gel, and three of Harry's five-blade precision-engineered razors. And their limited edition Father's Day set comes with a storm gray razor handle, also a chrome razor stand, their foaming shave gel, three replacement blades, and a travel cover as well. It also comes in this great giftable box with the option for custom engraving and a personalized card. So you don't even need to wrap this thing, right? Like, it just comes to you in a box, you take it out of the box that it was shipped in, and it's ready to gift. Now, Brad, I believe that you have uh, one or two, maybe even 12 of the uh, (laughs) Father's Day sets somewhere in your house. I have two of them, and one is going to me, and one is going to my father, and he will be here this weekend because my son is, is playing baseball, and they're coming down to watch him play this weekend. We're having oh, a nice. big summer with, with the kids' baseball team, so he will be here to receive his, and I'm holding mine until Father's Day and going to break it open that day because I really want the uh, chrome razor stand, which I have never had from Harry. Seeing that I have everything else, that will... Uh, complete the uh, inventory of Harry's goods and that will be placed upon my sink area this weekend for Father's Day. So yeah, these boxes look great. Last year when I gave it to my father-in-law, we didn't we like you said we didn't even wrap it. So it's perfect. It's a really really nice package. So go to harrys.com slash penaddict right now and you'll get $5 off any of Harry's shave sets. This is a limited time offer to get this $5 off. We don't always do this. So go to harrys.com slash penaddict. You can get $5 off any of their sets, including the Father's Day set. You'll also be supporting this show if you do. Thank you to Harry's for their support of the penaddict and Relay FM. So this next pen we're going to talk about would be an ideal Father's Day gift as well, although... It may not come in time. I think Retro 51 messed up the date on this, Mike. What do you think? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess if you're thinking about it as a Father's Day gift, right? I, yeah. I can see why that, that would be the case. But but this Retro 51 play ball, oh my. Yeah, I wondered if it was going to be for you. Now, I mean, I'm not a baseball person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is a little wordy, this one, for, for my taste. Yeah. I think there's maybe too many words on this one. But mm-hmm. it is baseball themed, so I figured that you were going to be just all over it. I am, and they've done one before, right? When they did the sports, maybe two years ago, where they did football. You like you have the basketball one with the texture, right? Yeah, I have the basketball one. I love that one. Yeah, the swoosh. yeah. So I have the baseball one with the raised seams, and I didn't um, love it. It was good, and I use it, but not as often as some of you know my other were like the surf related ones that I I really use more. This one. The last baseball one, okay, I had to own it, but it didn't really make the rotation. This one is wonderful looking. Like I've already ordered oh, two great. of them. Oh um, wow! So, wow! Look yeah, at I don't, you. I don't, I don't normally double down on the pens, but I want a backup of this one <laughs> because this will go right into use. And like I'm the scorekeeper for my son's team. Oh well, come so. on. This, this is <laughs> and, the pen, and I actually use pen because pencil smears like when you're outside and it's hot and sweaty and my hands you know might be damp or my leg if i set the book down the pencil smears so this is going to be my new scoring pen so i'm gonna have one uh, I, I definitely want to back up where'd you pick it one. up from in um van s pens from van s okay, yeah okay. yeah because so I, I haven't seen it everywhere like i've been looking around like just to see where it was yeah. available and they seem to be because there's not a lot of these they're limited so i guess they're not going everywhere 
Gold Spot Pen has them too. Gold Spot. So okay. they have them on pre order. So yeah, this is a uh, this is a good one. Eight hundred and forty two. Um, I'm not sure what the number actually mean, why they chose 842. I'll have to read about that. It's not ringing any. It's not any uh, n- number that's a traditional baseball number. So I'm a little bit interested about that. But yeah, and this oh, is man, a sold um, out of Venice. Uh, they may not have it up yet. Ah, I think uh, it's, it's not available until, like soon. today or yeah, it's go. coming. I think later this week. I do really like the mm-hmm. uh, the finial, little baseball mm-hmm. finial. That looks cool, but. Yep. Yeah, I can see. I mean, it's very. It's even got like some scorecard, like notes on it, yep. like right at the very top. Yeah, I mean, right. this is like if you if you score a baseball team, right? Like mm-hmm. this is. I mean, how could you how could you not buy yeah. this pen? Right, like it's yeah. kind of perfect for that. Yep. So this one was a jaw dropper for me when uh, I saw it saw it tweeted out. So yeah, I was all over this one like super quickly. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah, another new product. I came home from Raleigh with these. It's the Franklin Kristoff 1901 pencil. I had no idea they were doing a pencil. I'm honestly not sure why they're doing a pencil. It doesn't kind of fit with their aesthetic, mm. but it's a cool-looking pencil, so I wanted to try some. Scott Franklin gave me some to take home and review, so I did them, and it's just kind of a good pencil. It's nothing special. Like when I'm using pencils these days, since it's not my primary writing instrument, I want to write with something special. This one's not one I'd really pick up and you know, you can go read a better review than mine from uh D who writes at the weekly pencil and who also does the RSVP podcast. She's a, she's a pencil nerd. So she was a little uh, tougher on them mainly because of the aesthetics, some of the stamping and printings off, which I noticed on mine. I didn't think about it too, too much because you actually destroy pencils as you use them. So the printing out of alignment would bother me way more on a pen that's going to be around for a while than a pencil I chew up with a um, sharpener. But I understand the point. Like it should be nice and neat and clean and everything should be even. You can actually see that in my pictures too. But Do you mean like she, when you lay them all down together and that they're, that they're yep. okay, so that they're not lined up when you lay them all out straight? So like yeah, they're off they're off alignment. So like you yeah. can see on the pictures, like the USA is where it shows the most. Like you lay them down end to end and they're all over the place. Right. I don't even know how that would happen. Yeah. Some aren't centered on the flat either. Like some are mm. closer to the edges of the I was going to say, Brad, that seems a bit sloppy to me. Yeah, it does. I, it is. It is. So I think it would bother a lot of people. Um, I didn't, it didn't, it wasn't a thing for me. Also, design is not really Franklin Christoph. This kind of I, like I said, I didn't it. even know they were doing it. This yeah. just—it's so. You know what this looks like to me? It just looks like a promotional item, mm-hmm. right? That you mm-hmm. would like—I don't know—have in your office or something. Like if you're Franklin Christoph, I, I don't yeah, really. Maybe that's like, what it ends up being. Yeah, they are known for making like incredible designs. You know, like the fire and ice is like kind of what put them on the map, right? Like, but this is just like a pure right. black pencil. I mean, and also in in this uh, on uh, Deirdre's post. Mm-hmm. on the weekly pencil like she's pointing out some of the finish not being that great mm, this yep. is weird yep. this is really weird it is me. it did not come out perfectly no. and if you're going to charge what they're charging which you know pencils aren't that expensive but relative to other pencils that are better it's more expensive so yes it could have been done a little bit better mm. but what I, what i have mostly had the problem with is i didn't think there was enough differentiation in the hardness of the four pencils that i tried four different lead grades 
I, I would pick them up and, you know, kind of blind test them. And I could tell there was a little bit of softness difference, but I couldn't tell that much difference in the color um, between, you know, the HB all the way to 4B. It's a little bit darker, but I didn't think it was that great. So anyway, these were an oddity, I guess, if you will. It was a, okay, this is, someone said to me, um, I think it was Sandra at the Raleigh show. She said, oh, did you get your Franklin Christoph pencils? I was like, what are you even talking about? That's not a thing. And she's like, yeah, they're over there on the table. So I went over there and and uh, grabbed some from Scott. But yeah, I think they could do a better job. And I don't think this is going to be a pencil that's going to replace any other pencil that I use on a regular basis. So, you know, I use maybe four or five different ones, you know, that I enjoy using. But these these aren't going to rank up there with uh, anything I use regularly. Weird. Very weird. Weird is, weird is accurate. Um, weird also... <laughs> plays into oh, yeah. this next this next batch of links that I have. Uh, I feel like <laughs> sometimes you, you do these things you, just to troll me. <laughs> so when you saw this in the show notes, what did you think? So we're starting off with a bunch of Kickstarter links, right? And uh, <laughs> so I'm like, here we go. We're about to... And then you, you start off strong, real strong, with mm. the Tor Pen mm. by Katalong, yeah. the toughest, smallest tactical edc pen and it looks like something straight out of star wars uh this is i don't know man so uh, you you remember this pen right i do remember this pen yes. there was a 3d there was a 3d printed model called the rock and we we talked about it on the show because it's just so crazy and this was the guy that had the um the crazy marketing for like um <laughs> you know flat thumb rest for emergency use you know like when you put on your super Uh, when you put on your super grip uh (laughs) this one just cracks me up and i never backed the 3d model of it but i did get to test it a friend of the show claire had one at the atlanta pen show did you get to use it then you may not have seen it no yeah you saw it then yeah yeah. <laughs> so now we're coming in with a aluminum model, and I was, I had to bite the bullet. I'm I'm getting this one. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I just am. Why, Brad? Do you need Do you need to tactically action something when you're wearing gloves? Yes. Yeah. Oh. I have. Is it Is it because you have thick fingers, so you need the 19 millimeter grip space? Well, no. I need the optimal distance to keep my fingers from the page for prolonged writing comfort. Ah, 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 okay. Mm, well, that makes yes, perfect sense yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. Do you find the rest <laughs> of your pens to be uncomfortable? <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is gonna this is gonna top them all. All right, this we're one, making uh, fun has... of this. We're making fun of this, but like, it's just because I'm in. this is I'm so all in. okay. But this is for me so far away from everything I like about pens. It's almost <laughs> it's almost like it's a joke, like to me and my my sensibilities but i know people want these types of things so like if this is you then like more power to you but as soon as i see bolt action i close down mm-hmm. mm. see I, I like bolt pens in general so I that's don't. why i wanted to try this one i do like what i like about this pen is the size of it you know it's definitely overbuilt over tactical for me it's not my style of pen in general but oh my god and I kind of wanted the last one. <laughs> I've just found another thing on this page. <laughs> what is it? So, in regards to the thickness, right? Uh-huh. 
if you said I'm going to give you I'm going to give you two words here, right? And I want you to g- <laughs> give me the third word about what you how uh-huh. you would describe this. So this is this, this is pointing to a cross section of the pen, and it's pointing mm. to the the aluminium. It says three millimeter thick, and then the third word. If you're describing your pen, mate, what kind of words would you use? Mm. Three millimeter thick what? Wall? I don't know. Yeah. What about armor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's got three millimeter thick armor on this pen in case somebody tries to stab it. Like, I don't, I'm not sure why the pen needs to be armored, but it is. Well, all I know, you know, come uh, December this year, it's going to be on. Hey, there's there's no tip wiggle. No, there's none because it's overbuilt, Mike. (laughs) You're telling me it is. You're telling me it's overbuilt. Oh, I love it. I love it. More power to you. Like, you know, if this is what you want, right? Like, why not do this? Like, if you want a tactical pen, get one that looks like this. Otherwise, don't even bother, right? Like, you need this type of thing. Like, I'm sure that that clip can, I don't know, skin a moose or something. I I don't know what it's for. Like, yes, I don't get it. I just don't (laughs) get it. I just can't. But, like, I I know if you're out there and you like it and you're rolling your eyes at me now, then you should be because, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm maybe being mean, but like I just can't. I just can't. Well, here's the thing. It's like forty dollars. Yeah, it's I mean, not like a. It's one hundred and twenty-five dollars. So yeah. You know, I wouldn't be buying it if it was one hundred and twenty-five dollars or something like like this. But you're gonna you're gonna back it. I know you are. I'm not gonna back. I'm it. feeling it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll let you. I'll let you. Uh, you let me let think on it on. a little bit more. Yeah, I'll let you think on it. Well, you'll see. Like I'll get lost in the woods later, and I'll be like, God damn it. Why do- <laughs> I can't get out of this sticky situation now. Yeah. So this one's probably more your speed. The uh, the sh- new Shown Design pen that I use all the time. This is uh, Ian's added a clip yeah, you, to it. You're just, at this point, you're bullying me. Well, so what I did last week is I found a backpack, which we're going to talk about in a minute. And I uh-huh. said, well, I haven't looked around Kickstarter for a while, so let me browse. And I knew Ian's pen was out there, and I hadn't backed it yet. I need to go back that. I said, well, that's two projects in. And then this uh, Roke pen, whatever the new one's called now, I was like, well, that came up. I'm going to back that. And then I said, well, let me just search for pens. And then I just started down this rabbit hole, and five projects later, I have all these Kickstarter links. So I'm not trying to tempt you into anything. Well, I just, no. I'm just I saying because you, you know that I don't like pens that have the huge step on them. Right. Yeah. You know this. Mm-hmm. So now you're like, oh, here's another one for you. I'll tell you something I do like about this pen. There's a little gif mm-hmm. about how you unscrew the cap at the end of it, mm-hmm. right? So you can get to the refill mm-hmm. and you do it with the, yep. the clip. I think that's really cool. That's a nice design feature. Y- yeah. Look, so perfect. these pens, the shown design pens, I can see that these are really nicely made and they're, they're, they're mm-hmm. with the cap on them, I think they're beautiful. I just, mm-hmm. I don't like the heavy steps, step down from yeah. like the body to the grip. It's just something that I personally don't like. Um, but yeah. again, if you, I know that you like these pens and I mean, and I can, this is, I can appreciate this more than that tactical thing. Yeah. This is my EDC pen when I leave the house and go to knock or go to a ball game or something yeah. like that. This if is I was going I throw in my pocket. with one with an EDC style pen, it would be something like this, right? Which, so yeah. like it hasn't got armor or like mm-hmm. <laughs> 18 millimeters, like grip section for thick fingers. Right. It's nice. Yeah. So this is this is a really really good job, and this one's already this one's already way good to the funding good. level where the the oh, other pen wow. is, is yeah. going to take a while. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's done almost. 
Yeah, he'll do so. Six days left, he'll do probably like fifty k on this pen, with a one thousand dollar goal. I think he may have like underestimated. Yeah, made that little. <laughs> so this next one is a huge reach for me. In this is probably like what's Kickstarter's for, even though all we we've all been kind of we've all been simultaneously spoiled and ticked off at Kickstarter for different projects. You know, some projects go well, some do not. Um, the Apollo pen never finished, as far as I know. Um, so there's definitely been some bad ones. This is one I didn't know anything about, and it's already ended, so I feel bad even talking about it. But it was simply called Cracked Ice Fountain Pens, and this is this guy, Mike Allen. He's somewhere like in the Carolinas, which makes me think, did he get Brooks material? But he had some really pretty materials in it, and it's a smaller, compact pen. These I like beautiful. the grip section. He's a really yeah. blue, blue Nebula one. That's stunning. Yeah. So I almost bought that one, but I backed for the one below it called Rubies and Violets. She would have told me about um, this. This is a problem we have well, in a week off. I would have bought the Blue Nebula one. Yeah, I think I backed it when there was only like a few hours left. It was right. just a matter of luck that I stumbled onto it. And it. I think it ended that day and it was already funded, so I knew I'd get it. And, um, you know, my friend Mark Backus said that, you know, he... He had used one of his pens before and he liked it. So I was like, yeah, okay, this is a no-brainer. You know, it's kind of like a, it's 140 bucks. I figure it's probably like the, about the size of a Edison Perlet. It reminds me of the um, Edison pens, to be honest, in yeah. design. Phil, Phil in the chat room saying these are standard production acrylics, which these are great. And, um, you know, the colors I haven't seen before. So those are, these are really cool. Yeah, so, I yeah, I'm going to – yeah, this is just like a, on a whim. I was in the Kickstarter – had my Kickstarter mojo going, and uh, you went for I it. kept going. I even went with the new Foldio, which is my light box that everyone always asks me about. So I've backed the Foldio 1 and the Foldio 2 on Kickstarter, and I didn't even know they had the f- released the Foldio 3, which they keep getting bigger every time. <laughs> and <laughs> it's such a good product. By that the time they get to 10, like, they'll have to deliver it to you on a truck. Yeah, and it'll be like a full body scanner, yeah. I think, by that point. <laughs> yeah, I've seen these set up. I think I saw one of these set up in the, in the shop, right? In the knock shop. Mm-hmm. You have one of these. No, 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 no. We, oh, no. we just have a, D, we have a DIY one okay. in there. But um, this one might, this now that you say that, this might be good good size for the shop because the Foldio 2 is really good for the house. This one might be good for the shop, so I might bring it there. But I just backed them because I like them as a company and everything they've made so far has worked out really, really well and uh, definitely up my photography game from a lightbox perspective, so I like their stuff. Yeah, and they do that little spinning plate thing too, right? Yeah, I never ordered that thing because um, I'm not photographing watches or jewelry or anything like that. I didn't think I needed the That would look great needed, for, for needed pens. The spinner. I, I guess it would, but I don't know. And product shots. I didn't, I didn't order it. Maybe I should go... Uh, Maybe I should go add that. I think on you should now. add it on. I think now honestly, I take you up, take you up a gear. Come on, what's wrong with you? You gotta up your game, right, Brad. You gotta keep pushing. All right, I'll, 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 I'll go add that. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason this the whole thing got started was this Boundary Prima System modular backpack. And I don't even know how I, I came this across. This is how it, I you, think, on you went down the Kickstarter rabbit hole. You saying this is how I got down the hole? All yeah. Right. So I found this, and I kept reading about this project. Um, and I think I picked it up off of Carryology, and I s- went and looked at this. Normally, I don't buy a lot of backpacks from Kickstarter. They tend to not like the one that the recent one that did so well. I, I forget the name of it. Um, it was just massive, well over a million dollars, but it was basically photography kit based, and it looked beautiful, but it just didn't fit my style. This one fits my style, 
It has some interesting accessories with it. And I thought the price is extremely cheap, if you will, for a $200 bag, me saying it's extremely cheap. This, the, the, I'm oh, interested to is... see from my perspective, mm. from being, from making stuff and what's going into this bag, if they can deliver this. This looks I am... very nice. Oh my God, everything's clipping together on its own. It's like a robot bag. Yeah, but then it's got like internal pouches that yeah. are removable from the side, which I really, magnetic. really like. Um, what they've done for the price oh, doesn't seem doable to me, but that's just me. What are we talking? Here? Um, it's two hundred bucks for the whole thing. Yeah, for the whole thing. So this, like a retail, I don't know if they so say somewhere in the retail what the retail is going to be. This looks like a three hundred and fifty dollar bag to me. I don't get it. If I looked at all the pictures without seeing prices and you told me to guess, I would have said two ninety nine or three fifty, and it's one ninety nine. So we'll see. So it's the we'll three see. bags uh, together yeah. in one for two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Man, this is mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah, I, I mean, I must have stared at this for like a half an hour, going, "Do I really need this? Do I really need this?" And they do enough interesting things that I just want to see it from the design perspective. You know, it was, right, I'm glad you backed it because now I won't, and I'll wait for you to tell me what it's like, and then if I'll buy it if I like it. But it's impressive, very impressive looking. Yeah. So anyway. I'm a bag person, you know. I just, uh, I just uh, got a bunch of stuff from Tom Ben. I'm going to be reviewing and giving away, and I'm always looking for st- ideas for knock and, you know, checking out what other people do is one way you kind of uh, get your brain working on how things work together. I will say, and after seemed... my biggest trip with my Manal bag, I'm so happy mm-hmm. that I made that purchase. It's yeah, such those a great look bag. good. I might have to I might have to go down that route because that's a that's a really nice looking bag. Yeah, the daily carry. In case you're wondering, I'll put a link to it in the show notes again. But um, I love yep. I really really like that bag a lot. I'm I'm happy I went with that. Yep. yep. So I'm not. Uh, you know, I can't say whether these projects are going to work or not. Um, the only one I mean I've experienced with shown design, obviously with Foldio, obviously they always deliver great products. You know these other ones. You know you Kickstarter at your own risk. Yeah. Right? You never know what's gonna. You never know what's gonna so happen. I mean, like the Manal bag, which is a daily bag, is two hundred and fifty bucks. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm on board of you here. It's like I don't know how they're gonna make this for two hundred and nine dollars. It's it's three bags, mm-hmm. right? That little one, the Verge bag that they call it the Verge case, like the camera case, that could be a hundred dollars mm-hmm. on its own. Right. This is right. Again, we are not saying they won't or can't do this. We're oh, just yeah, wondering yeah. how, right? Like, because if yeah. they pull it off with like the way that it looks, then great. I mean, the idea that that bag comes right out of the side is very intriguing. Yeah, but you know, it's uh, that's what Kickstarter's for. Maybe it's to launch the company, launch this style of brand, and then it retails. You know, it yeah. is a lot like, more. You know, yeah, that's how yeah, we yeah. do. That's how we do things for they're, the linear. They're selling which we're it closer to the cost minute. right now, right? Because they just need right. to get the equipment and get the machinery and get the company going. So they right. need to entice people by doing it at a good price. I get that completely, right? That makes sense. Yep. But if that's not what they're doing, then how are they doing this? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. It's got some serious, serious, um, serious, it's got a big build going on. So uh, lots of moving parts, lots of small things, which just drives up the cost like crazy. Yeah, so like it's very interesting. Lots of little bits going on in this, right? Like it's not just mm-hmm. those, mm-hmm. these dividers and little pockets and tons of zips and these magnetic latches which yep. I've never seen before. 
I'm sure that yeah. Know. Once I started seeing all the hardware that was part of it, then that's when I went and clicked over on the backing because I didn't get it. But I hope it works because it looks pretty great. It does. It looks fantastic. So I'm I'm interested to see. I mean, what is saying December? So what do you reckon March? Mm-hmm. Like again, nothing yeah. on this company, but just in general. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. they've got yeah. they got nearly 2,500 backers right now. Like that's a right. lot of bags to make. Yep, especially at this level of detail. Yeah, I like, mean QC has got to be. Look, it's like it's a well-known joke, a right? Like, kicks hardware Kickstarters, they deliver late. Like, yeah, it's just how it is. Like, you listen to it on yeah. thoroughly considered. Like the Studio yeah. Neat guys, they set a date for the glyph, which was past, like, well past when they thought it was going to be able to do it, mm-hmm. and they still didn't meet mm-hmm. that date. Like, this is just, yeah. this is just, that's you what happened with the year, right? Yeah, you, it's yeah. you know, same thing. We're speaking at least close, of which, but yeah, speaking of which, yeah, it's for sale now, right? The linear. Yeah, it's up on us. It's up on uh, the site now. Um, we wrapped up the Kickstarter a couple of weeks ago. We wanted to catch our breath because we were both gone a bunch after that finished, you know. Because I had the pin show, Jeff was on vacation, so now we're that we're back, back in the shop. We got it up on the site, and people have been waiting for it. People have been digging it, and um, I really love seeing all the feedback on it. It's I mean, it's my bag, so I, of course, think it's a great bag, um, but it really fits a need, and it's a very uh, opinionated bag, right? You're going to get it or you're not, and either way is okay. It's mm-hmm. not a, it's not for everybody, that's a, for sure. It's a bag for a specific use. Yeah, but what we delivered, I think, is exceptional. Um, the quality and fit of what I carry is really, really neat, and... Um, I'm just so happy with it, and I'm glad we're finally have them up on the site now. So yeah, I, uh, I mean, what am I gonna say? I I own the company. I of course love the product, but this is a product I carry daily. I carry this more than I carry uh, the pen cases. You know, it's just it's just a good fit for me. I agree. Like I have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that my Kickstarter green one is stuck in customs somewhere. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, we're getting. Uh, yeah, we're at that time in the project where you know ninety nine percent of them have been delivered, but yeah. the other ones are going to be a fight. So yeah, we, like, I am this, struggling this right morning. Now. You know, I shipped a replacement to Japan this morning. You know, yeah, just because the tracking doesn't. The tracking shows that it was received at the post office and then never left. I was like, well, that looks like the post huh. office lost it. I'm going to send you another one. That's just how it works. You know, that's that's the phase of the project we're in now. Yeah. Um, from the Kickstarter aspect. But a lot of people were waiting for it to come on the site. It is there now. And we're going to have the A5 notebooks that we made for this project for sale while they last. So those are available too, which uh, are very uh, mic-sized notebooks. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good format. We love that style. So yeah, go get your Lanier. Well, I'm okay. So everybody should. If you're talking to me specifically, uh, I am currently filling out a redelivery because the post. I checked. I paid customs, mm-hmm. and I've just realized there was a parcel that I paid for customs and it never arrived. And I've just realized mm-hmm. it's the linear. That's what it was. So I'm in the uh, back of my mind, and I've realized oh, they didn't deliver it on the day that I asked for. So now I am, as we speak, telling them to come on Friday and bring it for me again. Nice. So I'll let you know if they bother to show up this time. <laughs> because okay, I was in yeah. on the day when they said they they would deliver it. This is a constant fight that I have with the post office. Uh, the post yeah. office tells me that I'm not home 
I work at home post office. You cannot trick me. Right? Like, right. I don't well, go anywhere. <laughs> well, we're pretty much in a constant fight with our local post office that we use for knock. They're just, it's just not a good, not a good setup for us. So, it's not fun. Shipping is never fun. All right. Do you want to take a break? Yeah. All because right. uh, Squarespace makes selling fun, Mike. Oh, they sure Did you do. Know that? I, I do know that, actually, because mm-hmm. we both use them. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Use the offer code INC at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. Make your next move with Squarespace. That little idea that you have knocking around in your brain, Squarespace is the perfect place to let you unleash it because they have unique domain names that you can grab in a snap. They have award-winning templates that are beautiful that you can take advantage of. 24-7 customer support if you need any help. And the ability to build any kind of website you're looking for. We mentioned a store. Both me and Brad use Squarespace to sell stuff. So I, we use it at Relay FM. Brad uses it with Knock. Brad uses it with Pen Addict Store. Like there is, it is fantastic. It's got everything you need built right in. It's got great inventory management systems. It's, it allows you to just build all the stuff together, so you can have a, a blog attached to your store, or a website attached to your store, or a store attached to your blog. Right? Like it's really easy to enable all of this stuff. It's all drag and drop. You don't have to worry about installing anything, or patching anything, or upgrading anything because Squarespace have got you covered. You can try out Squarespace for free. You don't need to sign up with any credit card or anything like that. You can just start a trial, start playing around. You can actually build your Squarespace site within the trial. And then when you're ready to sign up for a plan, they just start at $12 a month. And you can use the code INC, I-N-K, at checkout. You'll get 10% of your first purchase and show your support for the pen addict and then have your lovely website to show to the world. No matter what you're trying to build, Squarespace can help you make your next move. They can help you make your next website. Thanks, Squarespace, for your support. All right, so I want to talk about a couple more new items, and then we'll hit some Ask TPA right here at the end. I saw a link yesterday from Matthias, who runs the Stationary Wiki, of course, and his own blog, Blystift. And he is on the road right now and posted pictures of some new Lamis that were Star Wars and Pirates of the Caribbean related. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I know Lamy has branched out, done a few small things in the past, mostly in the Asian market. You know, like they did the Lion Friends last year with the bears and the, I think it was a chicken and bunny. Those those came out awesome. These Star, ones, Star Wars ones, I'm not too sure about because it looks like they're taking a standard pin, in this case, the Lamy Joy, which is their long calligraphy barrel, and essentially adding a clip accessory to it. So like the Lion Bear last year, you at least got a new color safari and the clip accessory. Do they make the like... black with the red trim? Yeah. Huh. So the colors actually are perfect, right, for Star Wars. It's like you don't need to change them. But I would think they would add something to the barrel to denote it more instead of just adding the clip accessory. Yeah, right? well, I feel like even the Lion ones, thought. they were just clip accessories, right? But they were colors they were that new... were different. Yeah, they were a new color of so pins. you got like a brown one or something. Yeah, I, yeah. Ag- I agree with what you're saying. Maybe they shouldn't have gone with Stormtroopers and, and Darth Vader. Maybe they should have gone with like R2 and C-3PO because mm-hmm. they're like different colorways, right? You could do like oh, a gold one. Oh, they could have an orange BB-8 one. Or an orange Come BB-8 on. one, right? Like the, there are, there are, I think there are better pairings. But yeah, it mm-hmm. looks like they maybe just kind of, kind of just decided to repackage something, which is a shame. Because the Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. one... It doesn't matter what it color like the Lamy Safari is, but like it's yeah, it looks like a big thing, and it's got like a awesome, like a pretty awesome clip on it, like a, like a skull and crossbones, which is kind of right. cooler than this little coin that they've put on the 
Star Wars. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit lazy. It feels a little bit lazy. It almost it almost looks like a wrap. It looks like a pin wrap is included, like in an old you know pirates mm-hmm. treasure map style. It's very well done. You know, even though I'm, I'm not a pirates fan at all, that's what. If you're gonna go Star Wars, you you got to do something like that, right? I mean. Star Wars is a big license. I mean, I guess this is all under Disney now. It's all the same grouping, but the Star Wars one just looks like a letdown compared to Pirates, and I think Star Wars is obviously the huger franchise. It's a bigger opportunity for you, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, We'll see. We'll see if there's more on it, if Matthias has more. Um, he's on the road right now. He said he's going to post this today, so maybe he'll have more pictures on this one. But I haven't seen a picture besides the clip jewelry picture that he has, and it's kind of lacking compared to the Pirates of the Caribbean one. What a surprise that Lamy are making weird decisions. <laughs> you said it, not me. But yeah, there. But I mean, man, it's Star Wars. You can. I know. Uh, you just print. You just say Star Wars, and the money just starts flying out your ear hole. But then, I mean, but then maybe that's why you don't try too Lamy. hard, right? Like that, I, I you know, because it's like all you got to do is put it in a Star Wars box, and people will buy it. Cross did it. Yeah, but they at least modified the pen. Yeah, I mean, but they, they at least came up with interesting design. So, I mean, I think I would prefer I the army ones to the cross ones. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. This other thing is cool, Mike, and I'm part of it. The Anderson pens have a ink testing or an ink mixing con- contest going on, inkology contest, and they asked several online personalities, several of their employees to mix inks from the Sailor Storia line, okay? So it's Sailor's pigmented ink line, and they have a bracket where eight of us, myself included, got in on the bracket to see who would uh, mix the best ink. And I can't tell you which one's mine, but we're already into the second round. They, we started off with eight colors. There's four colors left, so go over to the Anderson Pens Instagram. Check it out. This, is sup- this has been really fun. I'm not going to lie. Uh, me and the kids sat there for like a half an hour mix, mixing inks, trying to figure out what to do, um, trying to figure out what color is going to work. And uh, yeah, it, uh, it it's fun. So what do you think about this? So you're, you're still in the running? I can't say. We're not allowed to say anything to sway the votes of any any kind, right? So you may, you don't or, want it to may be... or may not have lost this. Right. So eight people started and none of us can say what our inks are okay. or aren't. Or if we're still in this until it's fun. over. This is a lot of because fun. Because you don't want it to be a popularity contest, right? You sure. want the inks to win on their own merit. So the colors go up against each other. Uh, the commenters vote in the comment section on Instagram. And at the end, there will be a single ink winner. So it's very cool. So when it's done, which it'll be done before next week's podcast, and I can tell you more about it and what I mixed up and uh, some of the some of my thought process in, in trying to win this contest. So, yeah. All right, I'm cool. going to tell you my favorites here, all right? Looking at these. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the Cirque de la Mer and the Acrobat. Mm-hmm. They are my two favorites. Let's see. Cirque de la Mer. Yeah, that's great. Where is Acrobat on this page? It's the pink one. It's like kind of, it's a little bit down. So, okay, uh, yeah. That one yeah. lost out to the Unicycle, which is just a dark, like, I don't know, like a blue-black kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. I can. This is fun. This is a lot of fun. Go yeah. follow along on the Anderson Pens page on, yeah. on Instagram. Interesting. 
I'm trying Interesting. to see if I can guess which one you made. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh who named them? this is fun. I, we were allowed to choose a name, but we didn't have to, so I'm wondering if some got named right after the fact kind of thing. I don't know. But we were in the rules that we were provided, we could provide a name but did not have to. Right. And therefore, maybe also the names that you chose didn't necessarily get used. Right. And they said, yeah, you have to be careful so it doesn't give away anything. You know, you <laughs> panatic orange. Trying, trying, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's uh, let's hit a few ass TPAs and we'll we'll put a bow on this one. And we had a lot of EDC pin questions that I want to get to because we talked a lot about them in this episode already. So I want to talk about that a little more. And I'm going to bundle all these questions up into one. So Joe asks, can you revisit your favorite EDC pocket pins? What's your favorite right now? Russell wants to know, what's a great EDC pin for a sport coat, light with a cap? And Sherry wants to know, I try to keep a rollerball pin in my EDC just in case. Trouble is, by the time I reach for it, it's dried up and no longer an option. Will a gel pin be better? So let's kind of take all of these together from an EDC aspect. And as I mentioned before, my pocket pins that I use for EDC, I think right now is probably three main ones with the Shone Design Black Aluminum. I think this one was called the O1 or something. It's the very first one he made. And I carry it probably 75% of the time if I'm putting a pin in my uh, pocket. It's well-built. It uses the Fisher Space Pen Refill. It's a ballpoint. It's always going to work. So that's where I'm going with Sherry's question. I wouldn't use a rollerball or a gel pen for an EDC. I would only use a ballpoint. And it doesn't even have to be a pressurized one, but you're going to get better functionality out of a ballpoint, even though it's an inferior writing experience compared to gel and rollerball. Sometimes the situation just calls that you need to have a ballpoint, and that's what I carry in my shown, it's a Fisher Space Pen refill. If I'm not carrying that, I do carry the pocket pens, the little small pocketable ballpoint. It's very, very lightweight. Um, you know, the refills are kind of so-so, but it's so light you don't even notice in there. It's there, and you can just kind of throw it in anything, everything. Which one was that? And the Paka P-O-K-K-A pen. It's a little small plastic ballpoint. It's mm. like three or four bucks. Um, I've reviewed them on the site before. Maybe we, I don't know if we've talked about it. We certainly talked about them. I don't. It doesn't ring point. a bell with me at all. Yeah, it's a cool little pen. It's a three D printed, or actually, it was a three D printed originally. Now it's like molded plastic barrels, and they're very cool. They're like s- smaller and cheaper than a Fisher Space pen, but not a pressurized refill. And then sometimes I carry my Timber Twist wood pencil, the bullet pencil, I should say because it carries the, I have the Blackwing 602 in it. I kind of keep all these around my keys and my watch and my wallet and my pocket knives, because these are all the things that go in my pocket when I leave the house. And those are the three that sit there. And most of the time, I'm grabbing the Shone Design pen. Now, Russell's question, what's a great EDC pen for a sport coat? None of these are going to translate to that for what he's trying to use. You know, with light, with a cap, rollerball, a ballpoint. He loves the TI2 Tech liner, but those are too heavy. I'm having a hard time coming up with something. I know there's 
so that you can get, you know, just your basic Uniball Jetstream, you know, retractable pens is a fantastic sport coat pen. It's light. You know it's going to work all the time. Same with any of the gel pens like the Zebra Sarasa Clip or the Uniball Signo RT1. Those are awesome. But I don't know if that's what you're exactly what you're looking for, Why Russell. Not? If you're, like a Fisher Space pen with a clip on it. Yeah, that would be fine. It's lightweight. It's got a cap. Yeah. You can add on the clip. Oh, I'm gonna. I apologize. One other thing on the EDC pens. There's a there is a fourth one, and I meant to say that it's the Kaveco Lilliput because I've added that clip on there, and I'm really enjoying the Lilliput, my Fire Blue Lilliput. That's another that stays in my little EDC pen area. But I I don't carry that as much. I tend to use that at my desk a lot just because I enjoy uh, writing with it. The chat rooms mentioning the Cron Dash 849. That's a great choice, uh, Mr. Mike from Ink Dependence, who is also in the Inkology contest. So we'll have to commiserate after it's done and see how we did. Um, the 849 would be an awesome pen. Um, it is retractable. He does want a cap, but I kind of like the retractable ideas for an EDC pen anyway. So yeah, I'm not totally sure where to go with this one for Russell. Like I like the Keras Customs EDK, but that's not light and it's you know, retractable, but that's a good, that's not one I carry in my pants pocket, but I'd carry in a shirt pocket. So I don't have the perfect answer for that. But Sherry, I would go with a ballpoint and you can do a lot of cool things. If you want to get something cool, one pen that I carried in my car for years is the Tombow Airpress. It's a cheaper, cooler looking Fisher Space pen and it's not going to dry up. It's going to handle all the temperature changes. Um, It's just a really, really cool, cool pen. And then I wanted to give a shout out to Todd Crane, who emailed me with a fantastic idea. And it was EDC related, so I wanted to bundle it in with this group. He said, you know, you do these top... He was talking about when we did our top five pens recently. He's like, why don't... You know, he's like, that's a great topic, but how about a top five most useful pens? And I thought, you know, that's a really good way to put it. Like we talk about our top five pins or we talk about EDC pins and there's kind of not much crossover from there. Can you put together a top five of your most useful pins, you know, which can contain a fountain pen and EDC Mm -hmm. pen, whatever you're using, a pencil, you know, whatever you're using most frequently. And I think that's a really good way to look at this topic, you know, trying to do it like any kind of top five. What pins are the most useful for you? You know, and I, I kind of say that, um, I mean, I kind of do that myself, like at my desk. That's where I keep, like I use a Pilot High Tech C all the time. That's at my desk. You know, would that be a top five most useful pen? I don't know. But I keep my um, drawing pens there. You know, the Kurtaki Zig Mangakas, which I use all the time. That could be in there. You know, Sharpie pens, different things like that. I just thought that was kind of a neat way to put it in an appropriate way to put it, to be quite honest. So. Yeah, I think that's that's kind of cool. So we will work on that for the future, or I'll write a blog post on it, or or something like that. So, any you have uh, anything to say on the EDC type stuff? M ninety doesn't count. <laughs> I don't. I don't think of it like that. Like right, every day for me is in my office. Like right, it's not. You know, that's where the pens are. And that's where I'm using them. So I can use anything, you know. I will say Mm -hmm. I had a meeting today and I had to take some pens with me. And I took the Sinclair. What a great case that is, Brad. Oh, well, thank you. It's the first time I've really used it. And I was able to get four pens and a notebook in there. Yeah. 
that's a good one. I, I think that's probably our most popular item. It should be. Run the numbers, I, I, I but honestly I think, think it is the best case that you I think make. It, yeah, I think so too. I would. I, I don't disagree with that one bit. And when I'm when I'm at shows and people aren't familiar with our cases, you know, when I'm explaining to them, here's what each case does. You know, the Sinclair tends to register with a lot of people for the way it's set up, and you can close yep. it up and. You can add paper into it, which not a lot of our cases do um, have, you know, an additional small paper option. So, yeah, Sinclair is Sinclair is my favorite case that we make, um, but that's like picking a favorite child, too, right? <laughs> Just don't tell the other cases. <laughs> right, right. Brasstown, you're in the corner. No, just kidding. Brasstown. I think it's Sinclair, Brasstown, and Lookout or the easily the top three with Sinclair it's probably first and then Brasstown and Lookout are right there neck and neck for close second so yeah all good all good that's my contribution to everyday carry well thank you so carry all your everyday carry stuff in a Sinclair by Notco love it ding (laughs) all right couple more let's do these real quick is that good yeah great so the real nib creep wants to know what's everyone's opinion on sailor medium nibs more like Western fine or similar to Western medium. Like my pilot Eight Twenty Three. I say they're more like Western fine. They're a little bit firmer than the Eight Twenty Three in a medium. So maybe that's why it's a little bit wider, but at least that's been my experience with sailor medium nibs. I know that's your primary nib size, right? For your sailors. Yeah. Sailor medium. And it doesn't feel like a fine to me. I mean, it's fine at a mm-hmm. medium, but like, I don't like fine nibs of right really of any kind in most cases and whatever it is probably just the absolute perfectness of sailor that they they feel a little bit more forgiving than a fine nib um of any mm-hmm. uh, even western fine they feel a little bit more forgiving than that to me because so, i don't like fine nibs right western or, or japanese like it's just not right not for me but um it feels for me i would say smoother than a fine but still mm-hmm. giving a fine line is the way I would describe it, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely think they're on the finer end of the medium spectrum in Japanese pens anyway. Yeah. But I mean, but that's why I think it's like the perfect writing size for me. I think it's one of the most perfect nibs um, just for a stock nib around Sailor Medium. It's just kind of... It might, you know, right, it's what kind I'm of saying has everything. might just be based upon the fact that they're just incredible. Right, yeah. so it's just like it doesn't matter. Like you're gonna like it anyway, right? Like, right. It doesn't matter your typical preference because it ain't one of these bad boys, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Super Nat wants to know when is that handwriting is dead lady coming on the show? <laughs> this was funny when we got this tweet a couple weeks ago. I thought I was gonna die. <laughs> um, I don't think she is because uh, you know what honestly I, well, at this I'm not point, gonna I'm not gonna ask at her at this point I don't think I want to have this conversation again well the I so she sent me the book I know right? I know and I read the book and it was not good and it would the conversation would not go well this is what I'm saying the right? the premise of what she laid out and how the the style that the book was written in was it, it it would not go well in an interview put it that way there's no there's n- i don't think we'd end up in a better place by having a conversation put it that way <laughs> <laughs> say it like you mean it you know well i mean like i want to make friends i want to understand you know where mm-hmm, she's coming mm-hmm, from mm-hmm. i i have an opinion on why this was done and i'm going to keep it to myself I have nothing to say more on that. 
All right, so next question. With last week's revelation about the Uniball refills, will you change your mind about the best multi-pins? In 2015, your favorite was the high-tech C. Kalido. Has that changed? Trying to determine the best one to buy for an office setting. Kalido's still the best. Um, it's got the best ink. It's got great colors. They work really well. They work better than the standard high-tech Cs for a lot of people. The 0.4 millimeter Kalido. I don't like the um, Uniball style fit as much because I don't like the barrel as much. The refills are good. You know, if you like that pen, the refills are really good. I just like the style and feel of the Kalido. I think they do it better than the style fit. Although the style fit, I think, is still second. So it's a, it's a popular pen. Everyone really, really seems to like it. I still like the Kalido. All right, last one. And I think I answered Ben on, on Twitter when he asked this, but I want to bring it up and, and get your opinion. But I think our answer is going to be the same. He says, I got my first Twisby Eco Clear coming in the mail. What blue inks will look great sloshing around in it? You go first. Robo Ostafire and Ice. Oh, okay. I didn't even think about that. I went with Konpeki from Aroshizuku mm-hmm. and the new Sailor Sky High, which might even be better than the Konpeki. And now you can actually get it since Sailor's reissued those inks and it's cheaper than the Aroshizuku Konpeki. So those are my choices. Yeah, I agree. Obviously, with Orochizuku, Kompeki, Kompeki is great, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, Fire and Ice gives a lot of the look, but it also gives something special on the page. Yeah, and there's a a new Oster that just came out. It was at the pen show, but I didn't get to buy it. That's a little bit lighter than the Fire and Ice. It starts with a B. It's like I don't know. His names are weird now. Blue Fire Mountain Lake Reservoir or something like that. That's a really long called. name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making that up, but it's it's got blue in the name and fire in the name. I'm pretty sure Blue Lake Fire Oil Spill Cuyahoga, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Are you doing all right over there? <laughs> <laughs> blue Water Ice. Thank you. That was <laughs> Not nowhere re- near where you were going. I knew it had blue in it, and I thought there were some fire-related issues, but uh, it's a blue water ice. River of Fire is the new green one. I have that one somewhere laying around here. Blue water ice is inked up in my Visconti because I couldn't buy the ink because it was sold out, but our friend uh, Jonathan Brooks had a bottle at his table, so I think I might like it better than the fire and ice, to be honest. So, hmm. Yeah. So if I make a if my I make a fire ink, it'll be called Cuyahoga for sure. So you'll have to Wikipedia that, and maybe that'll be on your on Genius Show. All right, I'll submit it to the committee. Mm-hmm. Thanks for, right. for listening for today's show. I guess I think we're at the end. You can send in your uh, questions with Woo! hashtag AskTPA over Twitter. Um, you can send them to Brad in the Pen Addict Slack as well. But if any tweet with hashtag AskTPA goes into a spreadsheet that we can look at. Don't forget to check out our sub-communities that we have building. One is the wiki at stationary.wiki and the other is a subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash penaddict. You can find Brad online. He is at dowdyism and penaddict on Instagram and he is over at penaddict.com and knock.co. I am imike, I-M-Y-K-E on the social places and uh, you can find more work on mine at relay.fm. Uh, did I say where to get the show notes? Maybe, maybe not. Relay.fm slash penaddict slash 261. Thanks again to Squarespace and Harry's for supporting this week's show. But most of all, as always, thanks to you for listening. And we'll be back next time. Until then, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad. <laughs>